Tournament Poker Edge Live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tournament Poker Edge Live, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com. Killing Bird here with you. Very excited to kick off uh, Tournament Poker Edge Live, which if you're new to, the, to this podcast, uh, this is basically our little attempt to give you guys a glimpse into what's going on with the TPE pros, TPE members, and friends of the TPE family uh, while we're playing live at the World Series of Poker. So uh, stay tuned for more episodes as the summer goes on. But excited to kick this one off uh, with my very good friend, Mark Aliotto. What's up, sir? Did you almost forget my name there, Trevor? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. I was like, oh, what's his Wait, name? Wait, what's his name? Midget? Um, yeah. Short, short dude. <laughs> no, it's been, a, it's been a good time. We've bricked everything so far, but, um, you know, up until today, I felt I've, I've been playing great. So, like, yeah, I'm not too stressed about it, not too worried. Um, love being out here for the World Series. Atmosphere is just amazing. And I, yeah, uh, fields have been soft thanks to the Colossus. Um, had some decent, some tough tables. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like, especially day ones, it's been, a uh, pretty easy to get some stacks going. So yeah, I'm loving life. Uh, wouldn't, cool. wouldn't want to be doing anything else right now. What, um, what do you think so far of the uh, the like starting with more chips? Like you're, you know, I guess uh, from the fifteen hundreds, you're starting with seventy five hundred now. Great question. Uh, yeah. So for everyone that doesn't know, they used to be three x the buy-in. So one k you would get three thousand chips. Um, now they've changed it to a five x. So one k of we get five thousand chips, and it's just uh, the thing is they upped the the blinds to twenty five fifty. And if you remember last year, KB, it was twenty five twenty five to start most events. Right. Um, but it still works out to a little bit of a better structure. At least I think it feels like it's a better structure. Um, mm. But, yeah, I've loved it, and everyone's been loving it. So I think it was finally – finally they did something where, like, they're like, okay, let's listen to feedback and let's make it more player-friendly. And, yeah, it's been amazing. Like, I don't feel rushed in any event. Like, you can lose a couple pots and still be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like – unbelievably uh just unbelievable i'm just like super excited that they did that it's been awesome yeah that was always the weird thing about like especially the 1ks where you'd start with 3k even though i mean starting at 2025 25, you obviously have over 100 big blinds but it just seems so easy to get in like 800 chips even in the first level you know like i don't know especially because people open a lot bigger at 2525 yeah, like 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 you know so then you three bet like ace king like 300 or something, and then the next thing you know, you know, you see bet and they raise, and you got to fold, and you put in like 700 chips right. or whatever, and you're out of the you tournament. Super short. <laughs> you're out of yeah. the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to play in those new structures. Oh, dude, it's, it's amazing. And I think the one of the good things about it too that I think a lot of people forget about or overlook is that it's like it's something that recreational players and amateurs will look at and go, oh, that's so cool. You start with so many more chips. And more people will enter those 1500s and 1Ks as a result. Um, yeah, so and even that's if, just obviously yum-yum for us because, yeah. you know, the better players, the bigger stacks where you can show your edge. Um, skill usually will prevail in a, 
you know, the tournaments where you start with more trips, cream rises to the top. That's why, like, main event, we always see a bunch of pros at the final table because, you know, like, yeah, you start, you have a really good structure. Like, it allows for more play, um, which yep. favors us. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I played the 1K today, and I had never – I'm not even sure I ever played one. I maybe played one or two in the past three years. Um but yeah, I actually like wasn't you know I I used to just be like, I'm not playing them, but now like yeah they're worth playing. I mean, it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, very cool. It actually brings up another uh, point that I wanted to discuss briefly. And I know uh, this has been discussed in other forums and stuff that uh, has probably beaten the topic to death. But I wanted to talk about the Colossus payout structure uh, real briefly, um, because and the reason I bring it up in, in conjunction with this conversation is. A lot of people were asking me about it on my Twitch stream, and they're like, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? And I'm like, well, it seems like a really funky payout structure. That being said, I understand what the WSOP was doing, I think. If they were basically trying to distribute a bunch of money across a bunch of different people in hopes that they would just reinvest it in other tournaments, which is also kind of good for pros. Like, you want a guy to cash the Colossus for, like, 1200 and then go enter a $1,500 event. Um but it seemed like people were really heated about heated about it. I mean, I'm just kind of curious what the vibe was out there. Yeah, I think um, from because yeah, obviously I've talked about it with a lot of people, and I think the consensus was that just they should have announced it before. Yeah, um, that was the big that was the big problem. Yeah, because like you expect some turn like I don't know like usually it's like any, I think it's ten to fifteen percent for first, and this was five, so like that would have put a mill up top. Um, and just finding out, like, midway through the tournament that they made it this flat structure. Um, I mean, like, Cord Garcia is a really good f- friend of Ben. And I, I haven't actually talked to him, but I'm curious to wonder, like, does he feel screwed almost? I doubt it. Right, right. But, like, I'm sure everyone that played this event um, probably expected it to be at least a million dollars. I understand what, what you're saying. I think you're right. Like, obviously, the World Series is looking at it as, like, there's, fi- like, 5,000 out of the 22,000 had never played a World Series event before. Wow. Um, I, you know, that's what I heard. So, I, I, But, I mean, you know, I heard it from a good source, so I, I believe it. But that's pretty absurd. Like, that's bringing more people to the game. That's better for all the pros. That's better for everyone coming up. I mean, so, I mean, I get what they did. Like I said, yeah, it was just tell us before, say it before. And it's right. fun. I mean, I only got the bullet at once, so uh, I mean, six hundred thousand a million. What's the difference anyway? I'd be happy either way. <laughs> like, I mean, come yeah. on, let's be real. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that, that's a lot of trips to modern Japanese. Oh my god, I haven't gone yet. I'm saving it for you. <laughs> yes. Have you played a single game of shuffleboard yet? No, we went to PTs with a lot of the TP. A lot of the TP members were here, and like we were like, all right, let's just go to a PTs pub, and we went to PTs and. You know, a couple of the other guys were playing it, and I was just shooting the shit because I never get to see all the TP guys. So, um, yeah, you know, just get to shoot the shit. It's more fun. Uh, but, no, uh, there will be plenty of shuffleboard left to play. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so for people who don't know, like, typically I'm in Vegas by now. Usually I go out in, like, late May. Um, but I had a bunch of family commitments, um, which were relatively important, I like to think. A so little I had my bit. 20th- <laughs> yeah. Andrew's graduating <laughs> is a big deal. Yeah, I had my 20-year wedding anniversary, then I had 
Andrew had college orientation, which we also had to go to, and then he had his graduation party and then his actual graduation ceremony. Um, so it's been like a crazy, like whirlwind couple of weeks. Which the good thing about that is that it has it's taken my mind off the World Series because for a couple of days it was just pain, like <laughs> looking at looking at like updates, and I couldn't even open Twitter because it was just like fuck all these people, like why are they at the World Series and I'm not. Um, but I will be out there in eight days. Actually, it might be seven. Seven now, no, sir. Well, yeah, I guess we don't we can't count today anymore. So yeah, seven. Uh, so I'm excited to get out there and play. Um, and my first event will be that extended levels tournament, which I'm super stoked about. 90-minute levels? Yes. 90-minute levels, lots of chippies. I will be in heaven. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I'm, like, I, I, that whole week of tournaments is just, well, I guess it's like two weeks of tournaments. It's just absurd. Like, like absurdly fun to me because I love bounty tournaments, so I'm playing the, fi- the $500 or the $1,500 bounty, which is $500 bounties. Um, the 50-50, which I think is going to be a blast, uh, the extended levels, and a bunch of other stuff. So I can't wait to get out there. Yeah, it's been weird without you guys here. I mean, usually uh, it starts out me, you, Danny, and Casey, and then Tim either starts there, comes in the middle, Diego, hop in and out. It's been weird not having any of the TV members or TV family around, members or family too, but the owners um, yeah, I mean, I came out here my first year with you guys, so it's been weird. Um, having said that, Carlos is still here. He's filling in. Um, <laughs> he's been, I've been hanging out with him a lot. Um, yeah, and, you know, the other TP members, a lot of them having big runs. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, it's really But, yeah, cool. I can't wait till you get out here. Won't be long, my friend. Won't be long. So let's get uh, let's get into the action. Let's talk a little bit about what you've played so far and uh, and how those events have gone for you. What what was the first event on the docket? Was Colossus and uh, uh, we got in at nine p.m. at one two hundred BB um, with five K stack because like it was just a pain to register. I got in late, um, so yeah, I got in and we were out within two orbits. Got kings in three way. Queens and Jacks, huh. and Queen and a Jack are the flops, so we oh, exited God. stage left. Uh, but that's, the wor- that's the worst spot, too. Like if I, when I get it in like aces or kings versus two underpairs, I always know. It's just doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against, I mean, one, I, against one, I feel like I have a chance, but against two, <laughs> just forget it. Just stand up. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was a little bit worried myself. But you know what? Like I just take it with a grain of salt, move on to the next one, which was... The $1,500 six max, um, which was a great tournament, uh, built up a nice stack, uh, came back after dinner, three bed aces, gentleman flatted king 10, king 10x, two spades, got it in, couldn't play the board. Um, yeah, and then what else did we play? We played the shootout, which was really fun, lost a couple flips in that. Uh, another 1500 yesterday. Uh, we had a we had a pretty decent run in that, um, and then just lost another flip. And then uh, and I, everyone's probably like, "Oh my god, he's running so bad." I'm only saying my bust out hands. I mean, I'm I've won some flips too. Um, I'm just naming the bust out hand. And then today was the one K though, um, where I mean, we have a couple of hands. That's my punt. Uh, today was not Mark Aliotto's best show. <laughs> was, I mean, it was more like. 
the big dog influence. <laughs> Actually, you know, I can't even say that because like he wouldn't, he would never play a hand this bad. <laughs> you got to punt once a series. Like it's just it's something you have but to it, do. It was like I called off, so it was like even worse than just like shoving, like as a bluff, like which is something Casey could maybe do. This was I called off on the river in a spot where I don't think I'm good, but we'll get into that um, after you know we finish. But yeah. Um, it's been fun. I'm, you know, not losing any confidence. We're down a decent amount of money. Um, thank God I only have half of my action because I, I don't know if most people know this. I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't. People that come to the World Series, none of us have all of our action. Um, that would be an amazing feeling if I was that big of a boss where I was just like, oh, I'm going to buy into this fucking 5K on my own dime. Um, nobody does that. Any of the big pros you watch on TV – there's probably like maybe, I mean, there's a few that play the whole schedule and play on their own dime. Most everyone has people that uh, stake or invest in them. So, yeah, uh, I feel bad for my backers, <laughs> but it's going to turn around. I'm still confident as ever, so I'm not worried about anything. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, I mean, obviously it sounds like you're feeling super confident, and it's really easy to get down quickly there because – and we talk about this every summer. Like when we sit around the pool, we're always like, God, this, this isn't like online where you can just like fire up another tourney. It's so brutal to bust, and then you just got to go home. And um, but I'm kind of wondering because you you took I don't want to call it a break because you did play some tournaments and stuff from Tahoe, but you took a little break where you basically went to like a mountain like what condo I guess in Tahoe. And well, my my uh, mom owns a condo. I mean, basically this whole year has been somewhat of I don't want to call it a break. It's just been more of like a balancing act with life where I've just been trying to get other things in order. I want to get healthier. Um, the main goal all year has been to lose some weight, strengthen my back so I could play in the World Series. I mean, people don't know this because I don't think we talk about it. Last year I only got to play seven events because I couldn't sit. Um, yeah. I mean, I fucked myself so much, so bad over this game that uh, I wasn't even able to play those long hours. I mean, because online we're playing like 6 to 12, can stand up and play. But sitting live for that long, um, you know, it really it really gets to you. Um, so, yeah, this year, like, and especially in Tahoe, I was just hitting the gym a lot and trying to doing some therapy for my back. And, um, you know, I played a lot live cash, like low stakes, just, uh, I don't know, kind of just prep myself for it and, like, the feeling of playing with other human beings instead of like <laughs> player 109 and player 108. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's shorter sessions too, so you can actually be like, ah, I'm getting kind of stiff. I think I'll just go home and chill for a while. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I only once I did that uh, when I played cash. Usually, I would play from the start to the end of it. Um, yeah. A really uh, good group of guys out there. So uh, in Incline Village in Lake Tahoe, it was like five regs every night and then four like people staying at the hotel and it would just be the regs taking all their money. It was a really good time. That's good people. <laughs> but do, do you feel like that little, like, again, I don't want to call it a break, but that well, sort of, yeah. that time, of, you know, that time of a little bit less poker. I mean, do you feel like that's sort of better mentally prepared you for the grind of the summer? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I've played up until today. I think I've played my A game, probably around 95% of the time. Um, well, sorry. <laughs> Golden State game's back on. Oh, God. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the other thing that's killing me, is the Warriors are down 2-1, and I'm diehard. 
But yeah, no, I honestly feel like it's actually it's helped me a ton because um, I haven't been stressing as much. Uh, I've still been doing my weekly stuff with Elliot, my mental coach. A uh, lot of exercise, eating right. Came out here, first thing I did was get a gym membership. So every session, I'm not getting tired level level 10 and 11 at night. I could keep playing. Yeah. And beforehand, um, every time I've made it to day two, which I haven't done yet this year, I've been like sluggish and withered and not playing my A game. So it, when I make a run this year, uh, I imagine I'll be playing my A game the following days, which is all I've wanted, like, basically prepped the whole year uh, for this World Series. So, yeah, I've seen so far just in, like, six tournaments, not burnt out at all. Today was the only day I really got down on myself because I made such a big mistake. Um, but, again, getting down on myself was an hour in my room, like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, what an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. to being um, – and it's not like I don't feel like I've lost anything either, you know, like taking time off because I'm still studying and playing and I'm in the poker world. I'm just not uh, six nights a week like KB, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Like, I mean, you're still you're you've cut, you've toned it down a bit. But, uh, yeah, I just this year has been a little bit more lax um, trying to balance other things out in my life. Yeah, I think um, I, I've certainly cut back a little bit on my online grind. But I, it's almost—it's almost like I, I don't really feel like I'm playing less volume, although my, I almost certainly am. It's more like I'm—I'm I'm better. What's, what's the description? But, but I bet you're gonna have a better year. Not to cut you off, I think you're gonna have a better year this year. And I know um, I've been following your results, and I mean, I think you're gonna have a better year if you keep up what you're doing. You had a deep run in that milli too. I mean, I think less volume, less days, um, really can help, like, I, I think you could actually be more profitable playing less tables, less volume, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the word I was looking for is that I was, I'm picking my spots better. Like, I'm, like, days where I'm tired and sluggish or, or I have something else going on in life, I'm just going, you know what, just not going to play today, screw it, you know. But then the days where I feel really good, I go hard. Yeah, you know? and, and I I'll, think And I'll, yeah. I'll start at 2 and play till 4 in the morning, you know. <laughs> Um, but there's just so many more days where I just, I, I, like, I used to push myself so hard where I'd be like, I don't feel like playing today, but I would just reg up anyway. Um, there was one night where I broke out the hashtag, fuck it, reg up, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I definitely feel better and I'm, I, I feel like I'm as ready as I've ever been. I, I probably have said that it's every year for the world. Well, Series, but. It's, it's so easy to burn out with this game. Um, just playing so much. We're like, and everyone thinks the best way to make money is to just crank the volume, but that's not the case. Um, when you crank the volume six, seven days a week, um, you're just not going to be playing your a game. You're better off playing your a game three, four days a week. All is going to be much higher and you're going to be ma way, making way more money. And like you said, Cranking out one day of 12, 14 hours is much better than like eight hours, eight hours, eight hours. Like one day, and then you take the next day off. You don't even think about poker. You be with your family, you know, do whatever. Um, yeah. It's all about that balance. Yeah, I think one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is getting into the house so, like, we can talk poker again because <laughs> I had gotten into a really good pattern of, like, studying and talking hands and stuff like that. But obviously with everybody at the series and me being in North Carolina, it's like I'm in a little bit of an island. So I'm excited to actually be able to go, hey, guys, what do you think about this hand? <laughs> yeah, I, I keep telling – I 
keep wanting to remind you, you need to bring out your Millie. I'd like to look at that. That'd be a fun one to review. Oh, yeah, we do need to go over that. I have that hand history still saved. You have it on your desktop? Are you bringing out your desktop? I'm going to bring the laptop, but I can just easily transfer it over to that. No problem. Maybe we'll uh, do a review on Twitch for the TP Nation. That would be fun. That would be fun, yeah. We should definitely do that. Um. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so let's um, let's talk about a I know you had like two hands you want to talk about, one of which we've kind of referenced. Uh, I get puns. We get it. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to that one, but I think you wanted to do the other one first, right? Yeah. So this is the six match 1500. Um, we're well in the day one. Um, we have around, uh, we have a really good stack. I don't know the exact depth of it, uh, but it's well over 50, 50 big blinds. Um, Oh, well over 50 bigs. Let me think. One second. Four, four, four. Yeah, we have uh, around 50 bigs. Um, and the two stacks that are involved in the hand have more than me. They both have me covered. So Scott Montgomery, who is infamous for like a 7-bet, a 6-shove. It may have been a 5-bet uh, with uh, 15 left in the main event. He's a crazy Canadian. He's really good at the game. Um, he's under the gun on my left, and just a little table dynamic before I get into it. I had opened three times, and he had three bet me all three times. Wow. Um, I had defended my big line against him a couple times, and he went two one time, and he went three the other. I mean, basically this guy, he had piles, but was probably like top ten in chips at this point. Like, he had all the chips, so... He opens under the gun and like I mean he's opening like eighty <laughs> like, percent. Yeah. Um, your 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 internal HUD is just like beeping like <laughs> so my god. Yeah, I'm like okay like I mean I, so I, I'm tightening up like you know everyone wants to say like oh we got to be aggressive all the time no 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 you have Scott Montgomery on your left just think of it as big dog you kind of have to tone down sometime or he's just gonna ruin your soul and like I'm fine with that I have no ego issues. Um, I have no problem taking a step back and being like, what's the best way to beat this game right now? And it's to play a little tight and, like, pick a spot, which is what I did this hand. So he opens under the gun, folds around to the button, who is uh, Alex Roca. He's a circuit. I mean, he's a boss. Like, online. I didn't even know it was him at the time. I just could tell from talking to him that he was good, but I found out later it was him. Um, he three bets. He had done this three times where he had three-bet uh, Montgomery, was the only one really playing back at him. Um, so it gets to me in the big blind, and I have king three off. <laughs> and, like, people are going to laugh. They're like, king three off. <laughs> and, like, this is a spot where I'd rather have a king or a queen. And what I'm about to say right now, i got to give props to my roommate, Gundy, Ryan Gunderson, that I lived with in Tahoe, because he talked about this exact spot. We're having the king here as a four-bet, as a four bet bluff is like way better than having the ace because not blocking any of his, any of the aces that gives more um, three bet bluffs in Alex Roca's range. Um, right. So having the King is awesome. It's a perfect candidate for a four bet bluff. So it goes one K or 255. Uh, Montgomery opens the one K Roca makes it 2300. Um, I go for a smaller sizing here because I want to look super nutted. My image at the table is a knit. Everyone's thinking I'm a knit. I mean, I have a tournament poker head shirt on. Um, they don't know. I'm sure, whatever. I don't know what they think of that or if they've even noticed it. Um, but so we three bet actually really small. We make it 4,500. Um, 
I think like a better size. Well, I don't know. It depends what you're trying to do, but like, I'm trying to look like I have aces or kings here. I'm repping the top, like anything else. I mean, I maybe could go like 55 or a little bigger, but whatever. We go with the smaller size and it looks super nutted. Montgomery folds, Roka calls. Um, flop is Jack, nine, deuce, rainbow. Um, so we're first act. We made it 4,500 pre. We go 3,500 here. Um, Sizing-wise, uh, I like to go smaller because I'm planning on going two, maybe three. And uh, this isn't a board. Like, it's kind of wet, but it's not a board where I really need to protect my hand if I had aces or kings. Mm-hmm. And, again, I'm still going as nutted as possible. I just want to look nutted. He calls. Turn is an offsuit three. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a three. Uh, no flush draws. Um Oh, no, excuse me, is a four. I don't hit a pair. <laughs> it was a four. <laughs> um, so, jack, nine, deuce, three, rainbow. We fire 4,500. He tanks a little bit, calls. The river is another blank. It's like a six. Um, and I have 9K back. And uh, there's around four, eight, nine, ten, three, six, sixteen. Eight, there's like 24k in the pot and I have 9k back um, people are going to think like wow he's getting a really good price to call but like which he is but my line is so strong like where like I don't think the math's going to come into play here where he's going to be like I'm getting you know I only have to be right one in four times whatever it is I don't think I think it's just going to be like this guy has the nuts he hasn't played a hand in three hours um, so we shove and like for those that don't know, I have thoracic outlet syndrome where my uh, clavicle pinches on my nerve and I lose feeling in my hands and legs if my arm's up past my, over my shoulder. So, like, I, you know how I cover my face with my hand when I'm in a pot and, like, breathe yeah, deeply? Yeah. So I have my hand, and it's kind of up. And this must be three and a half minutes. He's talking to me. I'm like, I think I'm turning pale. I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I must be the worst live player ever. And I don't play with glasses anymore because I just decided not to. Like, I wish I was in a hoodie because I swear, like, I must have been pale. And, like, it must have looked like I had nothing. I mean, I don't know. Like, I felt like I was the worst ever. <laughs> um, so, like, three minutes and he's, like, hanging. I'm pretty – he says he has a jack. Who knows? He folds, I muck my hand, I'm just like, put my arm down, I can't feel my left arm. <laughs> my left arm's completely numb. I stand up, like, go to the bathroom, like, my blood flows back, I'm like, okay, I'm good. So that's an instance of, like, where I played my image um, perfectly. I mean, not to pat myself on the back, you know, sometimes I do some good things, but the fact that I was so tight and, uh, you know, I was nitty. It allowed me to take this aggressive spot where, you know, I don't think a lot of people are going to take those lines. And not me. that may be the only time I called four bet and go three as a bluff in the series. Um, it just seemed like the right spot given the dynamic. Because, I mean, do you remember Montgomery? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. I mean, he was wild. And, like, Roka's good enough where he's going to be playing back at him wide. Um Especially from the button. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just tried to go for it there. And felt li- felt pretty good. Not gonna lie. Um, so yeah. I wonder. Like I wonder. I mean, if let's say he said he had a jack, so let's just assume he did. I guess like 
It must be just like Jack Ten suited or something. Like I'm trying to think of what is. I mean, like Goose Jack is really tough there too because like literally when I go three on that board and I'm cold fouring pre in a spot like where I haven't three bet like very. I, I mean, I haven't I maybe three bet once or twice. Like I look like I have the top like aces or kings. Yeah. Uh, my sizing's super small. It looks like I'm setting up a river shove, even though it's like only one third pot, um, a little over one third. Um, it, it's still a really nutty line to take. And uh, again, like I said, like having the king blocker, that just put more rag aces in the buttons three bet range uh, where he would fold. He didn't fold, which sucked. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could imagine him having ace king or ace queen there too, to be honest. And he just calls two and folds river. Like, that wouldn't be bad on his right. part. I mean, that's kind of the same. Like, here I'm either going to have complete air or the nuts. Like, it's a super polar spot. Like, I don't have, like, ace nine here that I'm turning into a bluff. I wouldn't, well, although that's kind of sick, too. Or, you know, uh, even a jack, I would never go three here. I don't think. Maybe ace jack. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, interesting spot. Um and it was uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, not like when you, when you're not getting hands and like your card dead and whatnot. It's it, it really helps out when you can find pick these little spots. And like I said, it's just table dynamic. You got to just think about what everyone's thinking of your game. And like if you're tight, you can pick these spots against two uh, ridiculously aggressive players. So yeah, always keep your eyes open. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Sounds like it's basically what you're always trying to get me to do. Like, use your knit image yeah, <laughs> to your I advantage. Mean, we go over a lot of, we do a lot of reviews together, and when we go over some of your stuff, like, I'm just, like, imagining if, like, I had those numbers. And, like, not like I'm some agtard, but, um, I mean, yeah, you can get away with murder. People, people will just believe you way more often, uh, so they won't call. And I think that's worked wonders for you because, I mean, the past couple months you've been destroying um, yeah, I was doing it tonight, actually. I, when I started my – I was streaming my session on Twitch tonight. When I started, I told everybody in the, who was watching, I said, my goal is to keep my three-bet percentage above – I can't remember if I said eight or nine percent or something like that. And I said, so I'm just – anytime it gets below that, I'm just going to pick a spot in the next orbit to three-bet. <laughs> and, and I just kept doing it, and that was that was the one that I actually ended up making a deep run in. So. Yeah, because basically what we did with you is um, we looked at, remember, we looked at your HUD and you were three betting roughly 6% from all positions. Now, if anyone uses Flopzilla um, or anything, you know, uh, where you can put in a range, 6% is mostly value. So what we have, what we've tried to have KB do is throw in a couple nine eight suiteds or maybe like a suited one, nine seven suited, something like that. And maybe some ASEX blockers, whatever. Just get that up to eight or nine because all of a sudden, when we get to nine percent, like we we're not just value. Six percent is like ace queen plus, nines plus. But we open that up one, two, three more percent. All of a sudden, like good luck playing against us. We're gonna confuse the shit out of you. Right. Um. So yeah, that's good. I'm happy you said eight percent exactly because I think that's where we want you to get. Yeah, and basically, what I've started. The thing I was doing tonight was basically picking spots against people who I had like a thousand hands on because that means they have like a thousand hands plus on me. So I'm like, well, they're going to have me as the nuts every time I do this. And they just kept folding. Yeah, it's, it's genius. I mean, that's exactly the type of people you're playing your image perfectly there. I mean, it's amazing. Like people think they can just play the same strategy for every year 
And then you start to think about it, like, okay, like, some of these guys use HUDs, too, and have 2K hands on me and know that my 3-bet from the cutoff is 5%, so I'm going to throw in a deuce 3 off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, you can get away with that. That's really good. I mean, that's awesome. It's good to hear. Yeah, and every time I see him fold, I'm just like, in my mind, I'm just like, he just snap-folded, like, ace-jack suited. Or, like, <laughs> you know, they're just like, out, I'm out, KB 3-bet me. I'm dead. <laughs> So yeah, pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that, that's a cool dynamic spot for sure. Yeah, it, you want to get out there and play. Oh yeah, it's it's just all about playing your image. You always have to rem- remember, like especially live, like think about how you're perceived. Like if you've opened three hands and then you open like ace queen and someone three bets you, maybe that's a time to three bet. You look like some four bet because you look like some agtar all of a sudden. They're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, like I put in absurd amount of big blinds with weak holdings. Um, or like not weak holdings, but like, you know, middling pairs when I thought people thought I was getting out of line. He thought, he thought, she thought that I thought that he thought that he thought. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like that crazy so dynamic. True. So true. Oh, poker, poker. Yeah, love it. So uh, let's talk about the punt. Let's, let's, let's line one up here. Yeah, I mean, I had, to get, I had to put in a hand where I look cool to get to this spot <laughs> where, like, I was in my room and I was back to, like, 2002 where I was looking in the mirror saying, you'll never be anything, and I was crying. I went back to that moment. Um, so, yeah, I mean, shit, this is fucking embarrassing, but whatever. Let's get through it. <laughs> so literally, like, I walk in. I'm going to paint the whole picture for everyone. I sit down. The clock starts. So three minutes in, this hand comes up. Uh, falls to the small blind. The gentleman had three bet one, C bet and one. So I'm readless, like no read. Couldn't tell you anything about him. Um, he limps at 25.50. We started with 5K. I have 5K. I make it 150 with ace-10 offsuit out of the big blind. He makes it 550, so he limp raises the 550 live too. This isn't online. Mm-hmm. We're like we could potentially like talk about getting in Ace 10 here. Um, right. I mean, I kid, but so like it gets back to me, and I just flat. I think four bet folding is good. I think folding is okay. I think flatting is. I think flatting is totally fine. So we haven't punted yet. Now, I haven't even ordered my fucking water when this – because I always order water. I mean, like, I haven't even ordered my water. Like, I didn't even say hi to the dealer. Like, so, like, the clock's at, like, 57 minutes. Like, we're three minutes in. And it just because it's so funny to me. And, like, I, I mean, I've never done something like this. So embarrassing. So the flop comes Jack Deuce Deuce Rainbow. And there's 1,100 in the pot. He bets 700. Now, online, like – I would consider that weak. I'd be like, why is he bet? Nobody would bet two-thirds pot uh, with, like, kings and aces here. Um, I think this is weak. Maybe I could take it away. So my dumbass doesn't remember that it's not online, and <laughs> I call. Like, which, I mean, I'm still not sure is 100% bad, but it's, I mean, that's not even that bad. No, so we're still, we're not in punt mode yet. You're lining up. Yeah, I know. I'm just teeing up. (laughs) (laughs) So the fucking turn is a 10. So I'm like, okay, we have a 10. We beat ace-queen and ace-king now. Um, Cool. Good talk, Mark. Like, there's two fucking hands you beat. Um, (laughs) So now we have 1,100 on the preflop. He bet uh, 700, so that's 2,500 now. And he bets 1,500. I have 5K to start the ham with. So I have 3,600 now. So maybe I didn't have – yeah, I think it works out. 
557. Yeah, I have 3600, maybe 3650. So if I call this turn, and I wasn't even thinking about this, I'm not going to lie, like I'm like, oh, I'm going to call here and always call River. I just didn't even pay attention to that because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I go like, well, now I have a pair, and like he could be barreling king-queen and ace-king and ace-queen, so I'm going to call again. So I call. And again, this is live, like, it just looks really nutty. <laughs> I call. I have 2200 behind. I put in 3K of my stack. I didn't even think about that. Like, because basically calling the turn, I basically am telling, I mean, I'm probably, I don't know. Like, I'm, I should always be calling River. Server's so a blank. It's like a six. He jams. I think for like two minutes, like, just to let the clock go down so I can say I made it five minutes at a World Series event. <laughs> Fuck you, man. No, fuck you for laughing in the car. This is fucking... I can see this why is, my, why is my pain your happiness? I've always... <laughs> I, I know, I'll never get that. Oh, it's just so great. So, so I call, and, like, he honestly just flips over kings, and, like, I'm walking out of the tournament, and, like, I see someone in the hallway, and they're like, oh, you're about to play the, the fucking 1K? And I'm just like, I look at him, I'm like, no, I just busted the 1K. And he's like, wow. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, thanks, man. I know, Wow. And, like, so I'm, like, I'm driving home. True story. I'm driving. I get in my car. This fucking valet guy goes, like, wow, I thought you were playing an event today. And I was just like, what do you say to the valet? I mean, you're just, I'm just like, here, man, here's your money. Um, you know, and he has, he has no clue. Oh, my God. He's just like, oh, man, you see, because I talked to the valet for five minutes. He's like, oh, good luck today, man. Like, I'm like, yeah, Warriors, let's go. I'm going to win this event, too. Two minutes later, I'm in the fucking getting my car. Ten, so I spent $10 at valet for two minutes, like, in the valet. And then I'm driving home, and I shit you not, Derek. This is true. I'm like, God damn it. I don't even want to go home right now. I almost want to, like, just go park with the AC and, like, for, like, 10, 15 minutes just so it looks like I didn't buff that <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I was truly embarrassed. Uh, oh, man. And so I nut up, and I just go straight home, and I walk in the door. My roommate goes, oh, no. <laughs> he goes, oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. And I tell him, man, and he's like, yep, you punted. Yeah. And then I tell my other roommate, and he goes, yep, punt, fold flop. It's, it's live poker, Mark, fold flop. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could be great one moment and then some odd re- – like, I mean, and I exercised today. I meditated. I ate. And I punted. <laughs> There, there's so many days like that. Well, not so many, but we all have those days where either we're the guy walking back in the door or we're the one at the house when the dude walks back in the door. <laughs> and you're just like, you're like, whoa, did, did you decide not to play? Nope. <laughs> no, the thing is, though, Derek, the truth is, is nobody has ever busted a World Series event that fast. <laughs> like, and that's no, they got it in Kings the Aces. Yeah, that's really, really fast. I mean, I, I think mean, if there's a Tournament Poker Edge member that has busted faster, please send me an email and, like, <laughs> tell me it wasn't a cooler and you punted. If there's a pro that did it, same thing. Like, it would really help because, like, I don't think anyone's ever busted that fast. Like, I mean, this truly was pathetic. Um, <laughs> those those deeper stacks really paid off for you, so, right? Like, oh, they they upped the five x, but I still found my way out the door in two minutes and thirty five seconds. Yeah, that actually makes me feel better because the last live event I played was the circuit event here in North Carolina, and I busted in forty five minutes. But that's like eight times longer than you. <laughs> no, no, it's like twenty x. I mean, <laughs> I mean, shit. 
Yeah, man. I mean, there's just no reason to punt like that. Like you could. The, the thing about live is, or maybe it's just live at the World Series. I don't play much live, but you can be patient and make hands early, and then build a stack, and then get crazy later on. There's no need to rush it. There's no need to call off a second pair in a limp raise pot live against the guy who's probably like in his fifties. I mean, what an idiot I am. Just thinking about this hand makes me want to jump off my balcony right behind me. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that a guy in his fifties would bet that river. Like most of most of the time, I'd expect that person to go. I'm afraid of the jack. I'll just check. I'm, and I'm just shocked. He, uh, just his sizing threw me off. It, it just doesn't matter. I, I tried to justify it to myself, like, quietly in my room I, when I was talking to myself. <laughs> I was like, it's okay, man. And then I'm like, no, it's not okay. You're fucking weird. <laughs> now go watch go watch some Daryl Jace videos. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Here's your punishment. I, uh, but you know what? I'm lucky. I don't play tomorrow. I don't play the day after. I got the monster. Or, yeah, the monster. Um, so yeah, a couple days off will be good and is much needed after a Reggie Roby. Yeah, that sounds like a, a good recipe for success. Hopefully the monster stack goes well. I really, but that is the one event that I'm bummed about missing, but, uh, it is what it is, I guess. Well, the extended one kind of fills in for, for you, but yeah. Um, I mean, for me, like, like you said earlier, it is such a grind out here, but like, I, I just, you know, I, I something could happen where I couldn't play anymore. It's just, I, I take it for what it is. I don't have a family yet, or I don't have any kids that I know of. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so yeah, uh, riding it now until, uh, you know, while we can. So just got to, you know, it happens. Run bad, you play bad, then you play good. All of a sudden, you got something on your bracelet. Yep. On your, uh, you got something on your wrist. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. What What do you have? Um, I mean, obviously the monster stack is next. What else is coming up in the next like week or two for you? Uh, we got the monster. We got. Um, I mean, the extended one. That's your first event, right? Yeah. Which I guess is. Yeah. I mean, that is only seven days away. I'm so playing, and I'm also playing a three k, a twenty five hundred, and then we have a bunch of more fifteen hundreds and one k's. And I hate to say it, but. I mean, we don't need to get into this either. I'll probably go play some Venetians. I haven't played one yet. Um, I mean, I hate Adelson as much as anyone else, but, like, I mean, I'm not, I didn't come out here to just play dub sops and, you know, potentially go over where I can go play some Venetians and, uh, you know, kill variants. Um, yeah. If there's other tournaments going on that are decent structure um, during the same day, sure, I will play those over it because, yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. Well, what you need to do is just uh, follow Carlos around and play whatever tournaments he's playing. Oh, my God. I know. I, I, we tried to get him on the podcast. Like, cash his first two events, and he played his first WSOP today. Yeah, I was so excited for him when he, when he when I saw he was playing the WSOP today because he's never played a WSOP event before. Yeah, I saw him and Mike right before, and, uh, I mean, Mike's just been destroying the summer. I'm so happy for him. He's just been crushing TP member. Yeah. Um, for a long time. He does the head up podcast uh, with Steve. So yeah, um, I ran into both them. Carlos looked like a kid in a candy store. Um, <laughs> and then it's bust out Hamlet standard. And it's funny. I'm talking to him after, cause he comes over and he goes like, yeah, you know what I'm really happy about? At least I didn't, you know, I didn't go out doing something stupid. 
And I'm sitting there and I'm like, motherfucker, I just told you my hand. He's <laughs> some sort of sick needle and he doesn't, you know, he's like, oh shit. He's like, my bad. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, he's, he's too nice of a guy to needle you and too nice of a guy to realize that he's actually needling you yeah. <laughs> unintentionally. I mean, it, when I told like, uh, him, he was, he was pissing his pants when I said that <laughs> because he, he didn't mean it. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I expect big things from him. I mean, he's just been destroying online always does well live uh if any of you ever are looking for value tournaments or just like a good schedule to play out here on a smaller bankroll uh, i mean hit carlos up there's nobody better i mean kb and i have seen it for years um he just picks and chooses value it's, it's amazing yeah it really is I uh, I happily invested in him this summer. I'm hoping he makes me many many dollars. Oh, of course I did too, Cherub. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised you and I just didn't get together and go. We'll just take all of it, bro. <laughs> I would have. I I got the you know. I out here you never check your emails. I mean it's just you're just so. It's like being in another world out here. <laughs> yeah. So true. Well, cool. Um, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Um, obviously, everybody listening, stay tuned. We'll have more episodes coming. I'll probably try to knock out one more. Um, maybe we'll get Los on. Uh, I know, obviously, there's other pros out there, Ben Rees. And, uh, I think is Chris Moon still out in Vegas? Moon is here. I ran into the Brocos the other day. Um, Jay should be making an appearance. Uh, maybe we get Big Dog out for the main event. <laughs> and, uh, everyone tweet at Danny and get his ass out here, too. We need Danny to come play the main yeah, it's just not the same without Danny. Oh, we need Danny. He's been playing so well too. Yep, totally. So yeah, so we'll get we'll get uh, obviously way more episodes in. Hopefully, one more before I actually leave North Carolina. But I'm excited to get out there and actually do some live, some true live episodes. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Do whatever you got to do, but check out the podcasts. And uh, we'll be back in the very near future with more episodes of TPE Live. Don't punt, yeah, guys. Don't punt, don't boys punt. and girls. This is, a no, this is a no punt zone. <laughs> no punt zone. All right. Take care. Peace, guys. Peace. It's World Series time. I'm so gosh darn excited. My things are all packed up. My card engine's ignited.
physical, mental, or moral qualities considered normal and desirable, showing evidence of decline in a moral or corrupt person to deteriorate physically, mentally, or morally. Man, I can't wait to go. I'm 